0: It feels great today to be a Miami Hurricane. So the University of Miami just hired a school legend to join their football staff. Someone the previous athletic director was too scared to hire. You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricane, Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alum, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including post game and pregame on the Miami Hurricanes radio network. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and video available free as well on YouTube. Those watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Those listening, make sure you subscribe on Apple. Podcasts, Odyssey, and everywhere you get your pods. For today's episode, I got two words for you. Highsmith homecoming. Repeat after me. Smith homecoming. Former, well, I was going to say former legend, but you're always a legend. University of Miami sports legend, former star running back, Alonzo Highsmith, is coming back to the U. He's leaving a front office job with the Seattle Seahawks to come and be the University of Miami's general manager of football operations. Credit where credit is due. The first to report this was Dave Hyde from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Kudos to Dave. It has since been confirmed in a press release by University of Miami Athletics. Alonzo Highsmith is coming home. Now, first of all, I want to make something abundantly clear. Before I talk about what his job entails and why the previous athletic director, the guy who occupied that office before Dan Radakovich, wanted no part of Alonso Highsmith in a similar role to the one that he just accepted here in Miami. But let me make something very clear out there this is not just a figurehead hire. This is not just, hey, let's put somebody who's got a recognizable name and a recognizable face and a part of the university's history. Let's just kind of slap him on the staff and give him a paycheck for not really doing anything. No, this is not a legend's job. Alonzo Highsmith, for the past two decades, has worked his way up through the NFL scouting community and NFL front offices, was with the Green Bay Packers from 2012 to 2017, Cleveland Browns, 2018 to 2019. Most recently, the Seattle Seahawks for the past couple of years, 2020 to 2021. He's been director of scouting, president of personnel. Uh, most recently, he's been assistant to the general manager. So, Alonso Highsmith is 1,000% qualified to do this job and to actually kick ass in the office every single day. This is not a figurehead thing. This is not a guy you can just trot out in front of the community and have him shake some hands and kiss some babies. Alonzo Highsmith is here to work. Now, as college football becomes more and more like the NFL, some of you like it, some of you hate it, you can't stop it. College football, with the money behind it, it's becoming more and more like the National Football League. You see the nationwide upgrades to facilities. We talked last week about Miami reportedly investing $100 million, Dr. Evil style, $100 million they're investing to improve their practice facilities and recovery facilities. That's happening nationwide. It's an arms race. All the TV revenue that's coming in, college football is a giant Players now being able to get paid for their name, image, and likeness. Some players out there are making seven figures. It makes perfect sense in today's landscape for big boy programs like Miami to start running their operations more like an NFL team, right? When your players are making money, your coaches are making obscene money these days, facilities are getting up there, TV contracts, you might as well start running your operation like an NFL team, okay? And Alonzo Highsmith, I mentioned, in addition to having the actual qualifications of knowing how a pro football front office works, right? He also does bring the bonus of being a big part of the history of the South Florida community from high school on up, being part of the fabric of the University of Miami football history. This guy is a legendary Miami Hurricane. He's got that Rolodex of every former player. Basically, every coach that's been here since the 1980s, some of those we may not want to talk to so much. Some of them like, you know, the Jimmy Johnsons of the world and the Dennis Erickson's, even the Larry Cokers, we wouldn't mind talking to. Uh, You know, he's got all that Rolodex, all the former players, former coaches, former administrators. And he understands the city. He understands the fan base. He gets that culture and as mentioned he's part of the fabric of this south florida community as well this is someone who was not only who was almost hired a few years back for a similar job uh he was reportedly in consideration also going back to december before dan radikovich was hired to be the uh, the athletic director there were some reports that hey alonso highsmith was vying for the job uh gino toretta was vying for that job they ultimately gave the job i think rightfully so because his experience and what he did at Clemson for the athletic director job, Dan Radakovich made all the sense in the world because he got the experience, not only over a top football program in Clemson, but getting the rest of their athletics up to par with that as well. So outside of football, Alonzo Highsmith doesn't have a whole lot of experience with the other stuff. So this is honestly, this is even better to have Dan Radakovich as your athletic director to have Alonzo Highsmith. Now, as your general manager of football operations, I think this is the perfect scenario. So here's what the job is going to entail. And this is according to the official University of Miami press release. And I'm sure we're gonna talk about this more and more as the days go on. And let me just add again, I wanna make this abundantly clear. I am so happy for Alonzo Highsmith. I've had a chance to speak to Alonzo a handful of times over the years since he was at Green Bay, Cleveland, Seattle. And I know from the bottom of my heart, he has wanted to come here, to come back to Miami, to come back home to the U in a role like this. He's wanted this for years. Like, this is something that a lot, this is not something he just decided to do yesterday. Oh, Miami wants me. They want to give me a job. Sure. Why not? No. This has been something he has wanted to do for years. And I'm so happy for him that he gets to come home. Uh, So, according to the official UN press release, As general manager of football operations, Highsmith will work directly with Mario Cristobal to support all administrative functions of the football program, including budget-related items, culture building, God, he's going to be so good at that, program imaging, and working directly with staff members both on and off the field. He will also serve as a liaison between the administration and football program. Serve as a liaison between former Miami players and staff, assist with scouting and roster assessment, and supervise NFL relations. Every single one of those bits of criteria, as I'm running those through my old, you know, mental filing cabinet, checks off every box. Alonzo Highsmith checks off all of those boxes, right? Um, you know, I don't know how much directly he's going to be involved in recruiting. But I know Miami gets sent a ton of film on a ton of players every single day. And you now have someone as your GM of football operations who has made a living since 2012 of studying film and evaluating players. This can help you streamline that recruiting process. And yeah, if you want someone to go and schmooze with the high school coaches and do some of that one on one stuff, Alonzo Highsmith knows everybody. He knows everybody. Everybody knows him. So I think this is fantastic. Let me give you a few quotes. Mario Cristobal, head coach, uh, athletic director Dan Radakovich, and Alonzo Highsmith himself, what they said about Alonzo getting this opportunity to come back to the U. Mario Cristobal said, Alonzo is a true Miami Hurricane. He understands the commitment and sacrifice it takes to be a champion on and off the field. His tremendous passion for the University of Miami and this city is unparalleled. Alonso brings experience as a student athlete, a first-round NFL draft pick, and an NFL executive. He shares our vision for the trajectory and culture of this football program, and his knowledge and experience will allow him to make a positive and powerful impact on our program and our community. I am fired up to welcome home another Miami Hurricane. So I love this. Mario Cristobal is surrounding himself with a mix of, you know, people like Josh Gaddis, who's not a a fixture in this community, but he's one of the best assistant coaches in college football. In fact, I'm already seeing Josh Gaddis on like short lists of, oh, here's a guy who's going to be a power five head coach in 2023. So people are already projecting his next job, right? You get people like that, like Kevin Steele, like Frank Ponce, Kevin Smith coaching your running backs, Charlie Strong coaching your linebackers. You know, a guy like Jason Taylor on your staff is an analyst who's not a part of Kane's history, but certainly a part of Miami football history, being a Hall of Famer from the Miami Dolphins. And then you surround yourself with another excellent, hardworking individual like Alonso Highsmith. Uh, does, doesn't this, this hire, real talk here, the Alonso Highsmith hire reminds me a lot of the Mario Cristobal hire. Right. So Mario Cristobal had that proven experience as a head coach and recruiter. And, you know, this is a former player, high school player and University of Miami football player you brought back home. So he's got that experience and the passion for the university. Alonzo Highsmith is basically the equivalent of Mario Cristobal in the front office community. Right. Another South Florida kid, University of Miami legend. Uh, a tremendous front office experience. I mean, if Alonso Highsmith wanted to keep working his way up the ranks in the NFL, I have no doubt that at some point in the next half dozen years, he would be an NFL general manager somewhere. Okay, so he is the front office equivalent of what Mario Cristobal is to coaching. Here's what Athletic Director Dan Radakovich had to say about Alonso Highsmith coming home. We are excited to welcome Alonso back to Coral Gables. He said, his extensive experience as an NFL executive will provide tremendous value to our football operations. In addition, we are looking forward to having him as a member of our senior administrative team. And here's what Highsmith had to say. It is an honor to come back to the University of Miami, and I'm very humbled. The opportunity to work with Mario Cristobal and Dan Radakovich, as well as my passion and love for the city of Miami, is what brought me back, he said. I could not pass up this opportunity and this challenge. He didn't have to take this job. He wanted to take this job. He could have stayed in the Seattle Seahawks front office. They didn't fire him. He left. Right. He could have kept working his way up the NFL ladder. But Miami, specifically the University of Miami, is where Alonso Highsmith wanted to be. So I mentioned he's wanted to do a job like this at Miami for years. So why is it happening now and not a few years back? Oh, it's story time when we return but i want to talk about built bar oh we've been asking and built delivered built granola bars are here bro i love granola bars and i love built bars this is perfect built granola bars come in three unbelievable flavors chocolate peanut butter chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry want to try all three flavors yeah you can get a mixed box at built.com right now these are so different from the bars and the puffs built granola bars are loaded with granola. It's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness, but just like bars and puffs, these babies are packed with protein and covered in a hundred percent real chocolate with just 150 calories, 15 grams of protein and only four grams of sugar built granola bars will change your world built crack the code to better granola. They're the perfect healthy snack to pack in your lunch, take on the road or eat as a snack. And they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So if you've been waiting for a healthy and delicious granola bar to hit the market, this is your time, bros. Head to Built.com right now and get the Built Granola Bars. Three delicious flavors to try. Chocolate, peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. Do not miss out. You've got to get yours today. Go to Built.com to get the Built Granola Bars today. Go to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED. to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So you guys will recall... For those who follow the U and the ins and outs of the football program closely will recall, uh, I believe the year was 2019, and there were a lot of rumors that Miami at that time, three years ago, wanted to add the position they've just added this week. They wanted to add a general manager for football operations and Alonso Highsmith was rumored to be the guy to fill that role. Didn't happen. The idea got scrapped. Ultimately, the idea transformed into we're not going to have a general manager of football operations. Like we're not going to have somebody who, you know, reports to the president's office. We're not going to have a liaison, which is part of Alonso Highsmith's job now, you know, liaison between the athletic department and the president's office. We don't want to have that, and they ended up creating a different role called the chief of staff, which is more of a symbolic type of role. Uh, I know he makes a meal out of it, but it's, you know, he doesn't have the sort of power and that's Ed Reed. That's the job that Ed Reed was ultimately given where he's not an administrator. He's, you know, a guy that kind of helps in a number of different ways. You know, he does a little coaching. He does mentoring. Um, Having a guy like Ed Reed within the program, it's invaluable. I love it, but it's not the job that They've now created for Alonzo Highsmith that doesn't have that sort of authority and that sort of power. So why didn't it happen back then? Um, let me take you guys a stroll down memory lane. Something that was released, I think, during the last football season. Barry Jackson from the Miami Herald, best reporters in South Florida, uh, had this piece on how badly Dan Lambert, who is one of one of the University of Miami's. Uh, um nil saviors i've seen him called uh you know not john ruiz dan lambert of american top team you remember he you know paid uh, nil deals to a lot to i think the entire football team he paid out stipends to them to promote his uh, mma gym american top team uh so um this is a piece from barry jackson um could have had alonso highsmith evaluating players a skill he cultivated during more than two decades as an NFL scout and executive, and oversee the football program without needing to pay a dime out of their budget to hire him. Dan Lambert, the university uh, booster, NIL pioneer, and founder of a mixed martial arts team at Gym, confirmed to Jackson what two sources previously had shared that Lambert, following Diaz's six and seven first season back in 2019, you remember that was the disastrous year where. Miami lost to FIU, got shut out by Louisiana Tech in a bowl game. I try not to remember these terrible memories, but poof, they just, they appear. Um, So uh, Lambert offered to pay Highsmith's full salary over multiple years to work for the Hurricanes, and the university declined. Lambert, who gave UM scholarship players, uh, every UM scholarship player, a $500 monthly payment uh, last season to promote his business under the NCAA new rules, the NIO rules, offered the background on the Highsmith story and his meetings with then-athletic director Blake James in a conversation with the Miami Herald before UM's roundtable discussion, which happened you know, before Cristobal was ultimately hired. Uh, quote, after the first year of Manny's tenure, donors sat down with Blake, Dan Lambert said. There were some people that had grievances and let him know that they weren't happy with the product on the field. No kidding. Uh, I said nothing at that point. I was waiting for everybody else to talk. I said, I have a simple question for you. If you did not have the budgetary concerns that we always hear as excuses, remember, those are no longer excuses. They used to be excuses. And you had the money available to do something big, whether it's coaching, staff, facilities, whatever it is. I'm not telling you what it has to be, Lambert said to Blake James. But assume you had that. What would you do? Before you answer, know that the people across this table are willing to make a commitment. If what you say excites us, we'll come back with the money you're asking for. I said, before I leave, I'll write you a check for half a million bucks, he said. And I'll go out and take these people with me right now who have some crazy contacts and will go hit the pavement with their contacts and go raise the money, he said. Give me something good. I didn't say, quote, you have to fire Manny Diaz or you have to do this. So no ultimatums, right? I asked uh, Blake James, what would you do? His answer was, quote, I'll probably hire a couple more analysts and improve the locker room. I said, said Dan Lambert, come on, seriously? It was a serious question. Give me a serious answer. He said, that's my answer. Soon after that meeting, Lambert called James and said, why don't you bring someone in a capacity between you and Manny Diaz? Because no offense, I just don't think you have a good understanding of the football program. Wow, it takes balls to say that. Uh, You may be very good at lots of other things. Being an athletic director has lots of other job requirements. I don't think you have an expert in football. I think you need one, right? Lambert said he then told James in that private conversation, whatever you call it, director of football operations, senior athletic director in charge of football. Why don't you bring in Alonzo bleeping Highsmith? He said, this guy has a resume, a mile bleeping long. (laughs) This guy has forgotten things you'll never know. And I'll never know. Why don't you bring him in? I will pay for him, said Dan Lambert. Lambert said, James appeared interested in his idea. And it got to the point where I thought it was done. And Alonzo thought it was a done deal. And long story short, um, my take I don't think Blake James wanted somebody threatening his power, looking over his shoulder. I know Manny Diaz wasn't into it, because Manny Diaz did not want somebody who could report directly to the administration and might question his authority or question the way he was doing things. So it died on the vine. It wasn't a done deal, Lambert said, it turned out. And it wasn't handled in a very appropriate way in undoing the deal that we thought there was. And it never happened. And he said. So why didn't the hype happen? They didn't give me any reasoning as to why the kibosh got put on it, Lambert said. Everybody has got their theories. People were threatened. People thought they didn't want people looking over their shoulder, and Alonso would have. So there you go. He would have been looking over their shoulder. That guy is no pushover, he said. But you know what the difference is? Dan Radakovich, he doesn't care if somebody's looking over his shoulder. He knows how good he is as an athletic director. Mario Cristobal certainly doesn't care about somebody looking over his shoulder. I mean, look at the coaches he's already hired, right? You think he cares if a guy like Alonso Highsmith, who's a personal friend of his, is looking over his shoulder? That's not an issue there. Job security for these guys, not an issue. So it's it's no mystery why they don't mind this going on. (laughs) Okay. I got to tease something on the other side, guys little disrespect for one of the biggest rivalries in college football. Keep it locked here to Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts. Available free as well on YouTube. So, man, I I had a lot to unpack with Alonzo Highsmith. So I want to dive farther into this one. In our next episode, and in our next episode, we're also going to be talking recruiting with John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated. Now, I mentioned—I think it was on Tuesday's episode—I mentioned it a little bit late in the episode that twenty-four-seven Sports, great coverage. I have no issues with that website. Uh, in fact, they help me do a lot of my prep and they help me learn about what's going on at Miami and all the other college programs. But they put out their annual preseason list. Of the biggest 100 games in college football, the biggest games of the 2022 season. I think it's criminal that they left Florida State at Miami November 5th, left it off the list completely. Completely left it off the list. It's unbelievable. Like, so they've got five Miami games on the list. I think they have four, maybe five Florida State games on the list as well. None of the meetings between one another. So yeah, obviously for Miami, they've got the Texas A&M game on the list at number 20. They've got the Clemson game on the list. I think that's number 29. Yes, those are huge games. They're probably both going to end up being primetime games. And then the other three Miami games that they have on the list of top 100, biggest 100 games of the upcoming season are Virginia Tech, UNC and Pitt, coastal matchups. Listen, I I'm gonna be hyped for those. I'm not lying to you. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be more hyped for those than I would be for like the games against Duke and Georgia Tech, Bethune Cookman. Not to put them in the same sentence with those others, but like I understand, like for Miami, those are pretty big games. But can you really tell me, as a Miami Hurricanes fan? I know it's mostly Canes fans watching this. As a Miami Hurricanes fan, can you really tell me that? The Virginia Tech, UNC, and Pitt games all feel bigger than the FSU game. Now, FSU, it may not be a coastal game, but it is a conference game. And you remember the way that they tally up the uh, the records of who plays in the ACC championship. Yeah, you play all the teams in your division, but the first tiebreaker is conference record. Conference record is the first criteria. So the Florida State game don't don't diminish it like for for the standings it's very important right whoever wins that game is going to have a leg up you know in the eight in the Atlantic division for Florida State or the coastal division for Miami and for my money i don't care what you guys think i still think it's one of the biggest best rivalries in college football even when both teams stink at points over the years or when one of the teams stinks it still feels like a big game And it's still an unpredictable game. And outside of 52-10 to Miami a couple years back, it still feels like anybody has a chance. I mean, Miami was the better team on paper. Florida State got the W last year, right? So leaving off Florida State-Miami, do you think it was an oversight? Like maybe they're putting together a top 100 list they somehow forgot? Or do you think it's a sign? Is it a sign that nationally, outside the state of Florida, Florida State-Miami, does it no longer have the luster? Has it lost the shine that it used to have back when we were having wide rights and wide lefts routinely? And there's been many years, 80s and 90s, where that game essentially decided the national championship or at least decided which of those teams were going to play for a national championship. Have we really come that far? So another thing on uh, on Friday's episode we are going to be talking canes recruiting with John Garcia Jr. director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated uh i'm going to throw at John the uh, the four and five stars who are going to be visiting Miami in June what's the temperature uh what's his feeling for the direction right now of the canes recruiting department and guys i would encourage you if you there are certain prospects you want to track right class of 2023 even class of 2024 guys Throw them at us on Twitter. You can follow my personal account at Alex Dono. Follow our show account at Locked On Canes, and we follow back everybody who follows us on the Locked On Canes account. We're building that community, so tweet to us at Locked On Canes, Certain prospects you're looking at. Who do you want to hear John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated wax poetic on? We're going to get into that tomorrow. We're also going to share some of you guys' biggest memories from Miami versus Florida State over the years because I, I think it's criminal. How do you make a list of the biggest 100 games in college football for next year and you leave off Miami versus Florida State? I mean, if you're a Florida State fan, um, do you really think that your games against, uh, like your game against Louisiana, not not LSU. LSU is a big game. Florida State, LSU is big. But they also have Florida State's game against Louisiana on the list of big 100 games. (laughs) Is that bigger than the game against Miami? Are you kidding me? Oh, well, thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard and Sam Ferris, and Leif Tulin give fans an in-depth look at the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. Follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So... We will talk to you guys on Friday. I hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. We'll talk recruiting, and we'll talk Miami versus Florida State with John Garcia, Jr. from Sports Illustrated. Thank you so much for listening to Locked on Canes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.